Blog Talk Radio. Our, our country is in chaos because we have leaders who are in chaos with themselves. We are in need of a people who are choosing to follow God instead of following man. You, you never see change happen until you begin to make change happen. And unfortunately, that hasn't been done in the church or in the country. You're listening to Zero Today with Pastor Lorenzo T. Neal. Good evening, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Zero Today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. I am your humble host, Pastor Lorenzo Neal, hailing from Cajun Land, USA. Here to present you with seeds of wisdom, insight, empowerment, and liberation. Promoting a knowledge to you, that's what we have to do. Promoting a knowledge that is engaging and transforming. And we want to empower you, the listener, to know, be, do, impact the world around you. And um, believe me, there's a lot that is needed in that area. Uh, and as, as always, we invite you to join. You're always welcome with us to join us on this illuminating journey. Uh, you can follow us. First of all, you can call in if you. Uh, I want to hear your insight, your information, your dialogue, all of that. So you can call in on uh, the live number is nine one seven three eight eight. Excuse me, three eight eight four two nine three. Give us a ring in there and get your get your voice on the radio, get your opinion in on the radio. Uh, drop us an email, Pastor Lorenzo Neal at gmail dot com. I always get some great information uh, and come back, come comments and uh, feedback from the program about that. And uh, so we invite you to do that. Uh, we have the chat room open, so you're free to join in the chat room. Blog Talk Radio, just go on the Blog Talk Radio slash Lorenzo T. Neal, and uh, you can join in the chat room and get some information in there and share some uh, some comments there. I always, you know, invite you wherever we are. We're on Twitter at Prophesy. We're on Facebook. Uh, uh, look us up, Lorenzo T. Neal, Facebook. Uh, somewhere else. <laughs> We're all over the place, man, I tell you. All over the place, and this is another day that God has allowed us to be. Be, you know, we kind of been sporadic with the um, with the broadcast, uh, because you know we we moved to the Jackson, Mississippi area, and we're making some adjustments there, and uh, uh, you know, getting settled in. God bless. God has blessed us really at uh, the new church at New Bethel AME, uh, in Jackson, Mississippi. We're inviting you all out to come out. Matter of fact, we have a celebration going on this coming Sunday, uh, May twenty second. We'll be celebrating our Family and Friends Day. At three o'clock that afternoon, and uh, if you're in the Jackson, Mississippi area, uh, anywhere in uh, South uh, Mississippi, uh, Louisiana, uh, <laughs> Vicksburg area, uh, Monroe, Louisiana area, Memphis area, come on down. <laughs> Wherever you are, uh, you can come on down and celebrate with us, uh, Family and Friends Day at New Bethel AME Church in Jackson, Mississippi, 2202 Decatur. See, I'm I'm good. I've given the information out, <laughs> and so. But either way, hey, you can drop us a line and uh, get in more information if you like. Um, let let me pause for a moment, clear my mind, and we're going to have a word of prayer, and then we're going to go into the news. I got a lot I want to talk about uh, news-wise and um, some good topics, uh, points of discussion. Uh, I want to talk about, of course, the 2012 presidential uh, hopefuls um, and um, uh, May 21st. If you haven't heard about it before, we're going to talk about a little bit about that. 
But before we get into that, let's go into prayer and then we'll go into news. Father, we want to say thank you. This is truly a day that you have made. We're glad and we're rejoicing in it. We realize that if it had not been for you on our side, where well, we would be. We ask that you would bless this broadcast, God. I pray that you will just lead us and guide us in all truth. It's our prayer in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Well, I hope you have had an exciting weekend. And you know, this we, this year is going by so fast. But I, I mean, I'm serious. It's already uh, going into the third week of May. And I'm excited because it's getting close to my birthday. So those of you who want to share gifts with Pastor Neil, you can share a gift. May 28th, now I'll be at a pastor's retreat, but hey, you can sit down. <laughs> if you want to send me a gift, a card, or anything, uh, just let me know you're praying for me. Send me, a, you know, just let me know, uh, PastorLorenzoNeil at gmail.com. Send me that email and, you know, I'll get the information to you. <laughs> I accept gifts. <laughs> but, um uh, uh, it's just moving by so fast. Uh, you know, it's hard to believe that just you know five months ago we were going into this new year, and here we are already mid, almost at the middle of the year in June. You know, being middle of the year and summer, and kids will be out and uh, parents will be going crazy. <laughs> but you know, I, I I I'm glad about it. You know, like I said, it gets close to my birthday, so that's a good thing. Uh, but you know, it, it is kind of crazy though. It, it's moving fast. Uh, and it makes me wonder about some things sometimes, but hey, uh, you know, I try not to think too hard, too much. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I, I did have a wonderful weekend. I, um, I, I just love my church. They, they're, they're taking care of me so well, and you know, I could brag about them. I, I love them, but I miss my whole church. You know, when, when you itinerant and you get moved, you know, you kind of get acclimated to one environment. And but uh. uh Things are going well, and I'm thankful to God that things are going well. Shout out to my new Bethel family. I know some of them are listening. And again, if you ever, you, if you miss a live broadcast, we're on live now. Uh, but if you miss a live broadcast, you can always catch up in the archives. Uh, just simply go back to uh, Blog Talk Radio and click on it. Uh, and several other places. I, you can go to the iPhone, uh, uh, the uh, uh, iTunes store. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can go to the iTunes store and catch a, a podcast. Uh, you know, uh, just download that, and that's absolutely free. So, hey, we're moving on up. And we're trying to go into some of the other outlets as God will allow. So we, we, we're we looking forward to doing something. And you know what I'm excited about? June will mark the one-year anniversary that I've been doing this show. So we're looking to do some big things in June, uh, at least big for me. <laughs> uh, we're, we're lining up some great guests, and um hope we continue to be a blessing to you guys. But on another note, let me move on. We got some news I want to talk about. <laughs> uh, some interesting news. Um, if you've been watching, um, I don't want to jump ahead myself about a couple of things, but uh, if you've been watching um, on this past weekend, um, uh, the director of the International Monetary Fund (IMF) um, what's this guy's name? Uh, Dominique Strauss-Kahn. Uh, he got arrested. Over the weekend, and he was arrested for uh, sexual assault. Uh, story goes that uh, he attempted to rape one of the um, ladies at his hotel that he was staying in. It was a pretty spank, swanky hotel, you know, about twenty, uh, little over two thousand dollars a night. Uh, but he was arrested in New York City Saturday evening, and uh, the hotel made uh, alleged that he, you know, tried to rape her. 
And, and here's the thing, you know, he left the hotel, went to the airport, and was all casual, you know, acting like nothing happened. And, and they met him at the hotel, they met him at the airport, and arrested him. And of course, he didn't put up any resistance. But he was about to load into a first class flight back to France, where he's from, and. Um, uh, New York City authorities uh, arrested him, and you know again he put up no uh, resistance. Uh, and uh, as of today, you know he had staying weekend in jail. And this morning, uh, they the the judge uh, denied any kind of assistance and definitely denied um, diplomatic immunity to him. So he won't be receiving diplomatic immunity for that crime. And um, I, when I was reading about this, you know, I'm like, okay, uh, I wonder how many times has he gotten away with this? You know, he probably, he's a world-class traveler. He's, you know, he controls or oversees, at least at least oversees the monies of every major country. Can you imagine that, including the United States? We all contribute to the International Monetary Fund. That, that uh, matter of fact, that is what was used to bail out uh, countries like Greece and uh they're saying it may have to bail out other Europe, uh, European Union countries like Spain, uh, but these, you know, these, these are the uh, these this money. These countries pool together this money to provide financial undergirdings for uh, uh, countries and um, governments in distress. And you know, they, um, it, it, this relates to the U.S. because you know, we, right now there's a fierce debate about raising the um, raising the U.S. Um, Credit union, uh, uh, you know, credit limit. I guess you can say, uh, raising that up so that we could borrow more. And, and, and you, you know, uh, but this is the fund uh, that kind of would undergird that should the U.S. need a bailout, uh, some type of financial bailout. We, you know, we we are. Uh, we put into the money just like everybody else, you know. We put in money, and we hope that when we have that money saved up, that we can get it out when we need it. Well, that's sort of like what it operates. Now, you know, I didn't get all technical into it, but that's pretty much how it operates. And um, anyway, this guy, you know, he's the director of that. He oversees it, and and um, you know, he's dropping around hotels trying to wait women. <laughs> you know, scary thing. But you know, like I said, I wonder how much he had. How many times he had probably done it and gotten away with it? Well, I came to find out that um, this is not one of the first times. Uh, uh, he had tried it again in 2002, said that um, a young lady, a uh, uh, French author, as a matter of fact, said that he had tried to molest her. Uh, <laughs> and the way she described said he described him as a running chimpanzee. Uh, this is what's reported in the New York Times. <laughs> a running chimpanzee, oh my goodness. But um, that um, in order to get, you know, as he was trying to get to her, you know, she had to kick and punch to get away from him, and he just kept going crazy. And the more he she resisted, the more uh, he put up a fight. So you know, you gotta understand, there's always a history and things like this. You know, there's always a history. Pop, this is, you know, these are probably the only two that have ever gotten report, reported. Uh, but I'm quite sure he has a greater history of this. Now, what makes this even more interesting is that this guy had been lined up to to be the next president of France. You know, this was the front runner 
uh, in the election, you know, to succeed the current president of France. And I don't think he's going to get it now. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm quite sure that uh, he will not be considered at all anymore after these actions. And it's going to be interesting how this plays out because, again, uh, uh, the judge refused him diplomatic, uh, diplomatic immunity. So it's going to be interesting uh, what type of treatment he receives and how his trial will go if he gets, you know, he's uh, he's been arrested but he hasn't been convicted or indicted yet. So we'll see how that goes. And speaking of diplomatic immunity, <laughs> diplomatic immunity, I tell you, New York City is an interesting place, right? You know, um, you have the United Nations there, the headquarters of the United Nations right there in the heart of uh, New York City. Now, I, I, if I read it correctly, there are about 285, 89, almost 300 um, foreign dignitaries and diplomats and, uh, you know, all these folk from different countries uh, who uh, live in the New York City area and work at the United Nations. But they've always had one problem with all these foreign diplomats. The foreign diplomats do not pay their, their parking tickets. And the reason they don't pay it because they cite diplomatic immunity, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Don't don't you wish we could say that as America? Hey, you know, we could go to any country, in any city, and say, hey, uh, well, I'm not a resident of this city, so you can't give me a ticket. <laughs> I, I love that if if that were possible, uh, but you know that's not how it is. But anyway, these um, foreign diplomats, you know, they rack up, they have racked up millions of dollars and unpaid parking tickets, and a trio of New York City lawmakers have introduced legislation just this last week that will punish uh, foreign countries if those diplomats do not pay their parking tickets, the city parking tickets. And it is asking because uh, those people, you know, they cite diplomatic immunity as the reason they're not paying them, but what they're trying to do is uh, uh, trying to punish the country that will probably force the country to punish the <laughs> the diplomats. <laughs> and what it basically, what it, the guys basically, what the bill basically says, required that the U.S. government uh, would strip the foreign aid and strip the diplomatic license plates for these guys that don't pay. And, and you know, in a way, it kind of does make sense. You got to think about it. You know, everybody else has to pay a ticket. You work in the city, you live in the t- in, in the city, you know, you're, you're there for a, a elongated time. So, you know, you have very same rights and responsibilities as other citizens of the city. So why shouldn't you have to pay parking tickets? And you got to think about it, though. They're, they're talking about that the, the city loses about $17 million in income. <laughs> because these guys don't pay their tickets, I love I, you know that that made me scratch my scratch my head. How in the world? I mean, you, this is prolonged. You know, this goes. This has probably been going on for decades, but now they're trying to put a stop to it because, of course, every city is struggling, every state is struggling, and uh, you know, when you're talking about New York City, you're talking about billion dollar deficits. You know. Uh, billions of dollars in deficits, and they're trying to, you know, rack up everything, raise taxes, all that stuff. But you know, hey, seventeen million dollars in unpaid parking tickets. <sighs> Come on, I would say give them a break, but they wouldn't give the average person a break, you know. 
And so you haven't watched the show on True TV? <laughs> they got, uh, uh, I think it's called uh, Street Wars or something like that, where they, they chronicle the days of uh, the meter cops. <laughs> it's an interesting show. If you ever get a chance to watch that show, I, I want to say it's not, no, oh, oh, okay, it's not on True TV. It's on, um, it's on A&E. So, um, uh, oh, I'm still wrong. Well, it's on there somewhere. <laughs> you can look it up, Meter, uh, Meter Wars, Street Wars, or something like that. It's just an interesting. I've watched it a couple of times when I was, you know, kind of bored, and I was like, oh, what in the world? And it just chronicles, you know, people giving, you know, street uh, meter police giving out tickets. And sometimes people make some of the craziest arguments. And, um, hey, it's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's just one of those things. There's a lot of more stuff I like talking to talk about, but... uh I'm going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back on the on the break, we're going to talk about uh, uh, the 2012 presidential front runners, and later on we're going to talk about this May 21, May 21st being the Day of Judgment, and I really want to get your insights on that. So make sure that you stay tuned and call in 917-388-4293. Here's in the chat room. We want to get your opinions in. When we're here, I don't want to be the only one talking for us. <laughs> so. We'll listen to hear from you. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, when we come back, we will get into those uh, topics. Sowing seeds of wisdom, power, insight, and liberation. Promoting knowledge that is engaging and transforming. This is Zero Today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. want to meet someone different, you know, someone with goals who is inspired to do more with their life, not just hanging out and partying all the time. It's kind of tiresome looking for that perfect match, tall, dark, and handsome. Being in college, it's tough to find that special someone who you can open up to and build a relationship with. You can't open up to just anybody. There are times you feel like you are alone in this world with no one or nothing. But then there are times when you feel like you have everything you've always asked for.
Over 3 million kids and young adults have type 1 diabetes, including our son Walker. Ray and I want you to know the warning signs of diabetes so you can take action. Extreme thirst, frequent urination, drowsiness, increased appetite, sudden weight loss, and changes in vision. We're hoping to find a cure for Walker. The Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation is a leading charitable funder and advocate of type 1 diabetes research. To be part of the cure, visit www.jdrf.org or call 800-223-1138. When mucus settles into a child's chest, the congestion isn't much fun. This is going to be so cool. Junior, huh? this is great. <laughs> like father, like son. New Mucinex Mini Melts, the quick-melting, great-tasting way to break up mucus that causes kids' congestion. Uh-oh. Whoa. <laughs> I was just getting started. Feeling better? Uh-huh. New Mucinex Mini Melts. Need a painter? Mucinex in. Mu- lots of discounts on car insurance. Can I get in on that? Are you a safe driver? Yes. Discount. Do you own a home? Yes. Discount. Are you going to buy online? Yes. Discount. (laughs) Isn't getting discounts great? Yes. There's no discount for agreeing with me. Yeah, I got carried away. Happens to me all the time. Helping you save money. Now that's progressive. Call or click today. Welcome back to Zero Today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. Again, it's me, your host, Lorenzo Neal. We are glad to have you here. Uh, you know, it's a wonderful Monday. And things always seem to kind of go crazy on Monday. <laughs> and so it is. I'm having some crazy stuff happening here, even as I do the show. I love live radio, live radio, live television. Hey, you got to go with it, roll with it, whatever happens, you know. So we're rolling with it. But we're glad that you're tuning in. And like I said, we appreciate you. You guys always have been a blessing to, to me. And, and since the show is almost coming up on a year anniversary, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You guys do a lot to help me with the comments and with everything. And I, I just want to say thank you very much. I, I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. But look, I still want to get your information. I, I, I want to hear your voice, and your, your, your opinion, your insights on our, our discussions today. So give a call, 917 uh, three eight eight four two nine three. Nine one seven three eight eight four two nine three. That's the number to call if you want to get in on the line. Uh, and again, we have the chat line open, so you can, you know, 
catches on the chat line, all that they need. And, um, you know, I'm kind of readjusting and, and uh, trying to get used to uh, some things here. And I'm kind of a little on the frustrated side, but, you know, we're making do. We're making it do what it do, baby. That's what we're going to do. But like I said before, we're, uh, we've got some great topics I want to talk about. And the first thing I want to talk about is 2012 presidential uh, campaigns or possibles or, you know, uh, these guys who are seeking, uh, who have thrown their hats in the presidential race. And um, we got quite a few. There are quite a few uh, on the Republican side and only one on the Democratic side. I wonder who that only one is. <laughs> but you got to think about it. Uh, this is This has started out as an interesting adventure. When qualifying began uh, in late February, uh, you know there were a number, uh, there were a couple of people who threw their head, uh, hats in right off top on the Republican side. But there was one person in particular who hadn't even announced whether he was going to run or not, but he had gotten a lot of attention. And I'm talking about the one and only Mr. Donald Trump. Yes, go ahead and laugh because you already pretty much pretty much know what I'm about to say. Uh, Donald Trump got so much doggone attention these past few months. Claiming that he would run for president, you know, he had he had said that he, you know, he had his intentions to run, and, and he made up a big deal with the birth, you know, the birth certificate. He he took that issue and ran with it. Fox was getting Fox News was giving him so much attention; it was a doggone shame. Uh, you know, incredible, credible, other credible um, news outlets were giving him this attention. And he hadn't even declared whether he was going to run or not. He had simply he had simply said that uh, you know, uh, really, really he hadn't said anything. <laughs> and, and what kind of upset me is the fact that you know they were taking him seriously, and he had the nerve. You know, it, it bothered apparently about bothered uh, the Obama administration to the point that Obama had to come out. You know, he made the press release and showing the long uh, long form birth certificate. And, um, you know, put, uh, attempting to put it to rest, and Mr. Trump took the credit for it. <laughs> Mr. Trump took the credit for something that he didn't do. But, he, 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 you know, his words were that he was glad that he was able to uh, assist and be, you know, bring, it to the, bring that issue to the forefront of the American people. And the only ones who really had issues with it were the people who hadn't bothered to really, you know, they they just have to have issue with anything President Obama does, and uh, you know these same folk uh, are some of the same people who are still saying that he's a Muslim and not a Christian, and that, you know, no matter what he does to uh, pronounce or enunciate his faith, which he had done in his in his book, uh, the audacity, um, uh, the audacity of hope, is. Um, uh, you know, he pronounced his faith. He, he acknowledged that he had to have that conversion experience, and he had been baptized. And, you know, and of course, you know, we know the story behind uh, the controversy of the church. And and that was my, you know, when, when I was considering whether to vote for uh, uh, President Obama, uh, candidate Obama at the time, Senator Obama, uh, one of the reasons that uh, greatly had a great impact on my decision was um, – uh, the political move he made in leaving his church, and I admire his pastor. I, I, I tell that publicly. I, uh, Dr. Wright, has always held, had had uh, placed a high esteem in my um, in my view. Uh, 
you know, I, I understand some of the things that he said were kind of on the um, on the um, radical side. But when it comes to black liberation theology, uh, a lot of people don't understand it. I have happened to learn it, and um, my my theology is centered, not centered around it, but uh, you know, it encompasses that my preaching. Anyway, so when he, you know, when he used leaving the church, you know, that was a political move, you know, disassociating himself, you know. He had sat there for 20 years, and all of a sudden, out of political convenience, he left the church. That kind of left a sour note with me. So, you know, no hating on him. I'm just saying, you know, uh, that's one of the things you're supposed to do. You stay faithful. You know, he wasn't, you know, if he was teaching clear uh clear heresy, then that'd be a different thing, but, you know, you're talking about a good pastor and a good teacher, but I digress. Anyway, anyway, Donald Trump made this big fuss about uh, the Bertha issue, and, uh, you know, he got all this attention, whatever, and all of a sudden, just as quickly as he has, you know, as he got the attention from the media, now today he makes the announcement that he will not be running for the Republican nomination. You're talking about somebody uh, <laughs> relieved. I, I, you know, I didn't expect him to. I, I don't believe any credible person really expected uh, Donald Trump to put up a good uh, campaign or anything for president. I, I don't. I didn't. I don't think that was going to happen. And I'm clearly, you know, you know, like I said before, I was surprised that he got as much attention as he did, and. You know, he's just trying to show up everybody, and I think he did a good job of that, showing up everybody else that was, you know, interested. But anyway, we're going to take a quick break, uh, and when I come back, we'll finish this discussion on the presidential race. Be right back. was easy. All I had to do was sit down and eat. Losing weight's a lot harder. I had to work at it every day. But with every step, I lower my risk for type 2 diabetes and heart disease. And that makes every step, every choice, every day. Very much worth the effort. Hi, hon. How was your run? Hard, but I hung in there and did my two miles. How was your workout? Great. Dinner's ready. I hope you worked up an appetite. Mm, healthy meal like this? You better believe it. Thanks for keeping us on track. Hey, every step matters. We can do this. And it's very much worth the effort. Learn how you can help stop diabetes by losing weight, eating healthy, and staying active. Visit CheckUpAmerica.org or call 1-800-DIABETES. 
Folks, one of my sponsors for this show is Carbonite.com. And you probably heard me mention it before how I used this product earlier. Yeah, I, About several months ago, I had my computer crash on me, and I tell you, I was afraid that I had lost everything. Uh, but, you know, I, I really wasn't because I understood that I had Carbonite.com, and all of my valued files weren't really lost. They were safe. And I was able to get it back on my computer, safe, sound, put it right back where I left them. And I'm telling you, it is great. Carbonite.com. I recommend this product because it's safe, it's simple, it's automatic, it's inexpensive, and it's unlimited. Uh, Carbonite.com saves all your files, especially encrypted data centers. You can get them, you know, you can't hack into them, at least you're not supposed to be able to. And you can get it, you know, you can access them securely anywhere, from anywhere. You can access those those files, and they're restored back to your computer safely and quickly. And you don't have to worry about it. You ain't got to do a lot of, you know, a whole lot of stuff to get them back. You simply, uh, you know, get the program, and they'll get it back to you, restore them, and you can have them back there as soon as you get um, It's right back where you love them, same condition. Nothing changed. And you know what? You can get it. Today, matter of fact, if you go to the website www.carbonite.com, you can start saving now. Matter of fact, uh, I'm tired of saying matter of fact. You can get a 15-day free trial. Just go into the website right now and sign up, and you'll you'll get the free trial. You see what it is. When you seem like you're, if you're scared, you can save everything. So go there www.carbonite.com Carbonite Online. I use it. I recommend it. I'm telling you, you go and get it and get your free trial. You enjoy it. Hi, may I help you? Yes, uh, I hear Progressive has lots of discounts on car insurance. Can I get in on that? Are you a safe driver? Yes. Discount. Do you own a home? Yes. Discount. Are you going to buy online? Yes. Discount. <laughs> Isn't getting discounts great? Yes. <laughs> There's no discount for agreeing with me. Yeah, I got carried away. It happens to me all the time. Helping you save money. Now that's progressive. Call or click today. I just want to meet someone different. You know, someone with goals who is inspired to do more with their life. Not just hanging out and partying all the time. It's kind of tiresome looking for that perfect match, tall, dark, and handsome. Being in college, it's tough to find that special someone who you can open up to and build a relationship with. You can't open up to just anybody. There are times you feel like you are alone in this world with no one or nothing. But then there are times when you feel like you have everything you've always asked for. Here's a two-minute meditation from Pastor Lorenzo Neal. The book of Daniel, the first chapter, talks about four heroic young Hebrew boys who lived during a time of captivity, yet remained faithful to the God of their ancestors and themselves. Daniel, Azariah, Meshiel, and Hananiah, or Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were all children like myself when they began serving God, even though they began serving God while in captivity. 
They were young men who had high intellect, a stable spiritual life, and good physical appearances. Serving God paid off for them. Not only did they obtain favor from God, but they also obtained favor from men. But they proved themselves faithful to God in spite of very difficult situations. Of course, you can recall the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refusing to bow down to the image presented before them. Yet, when they were tossed into a fiery furnace, even the king himself worried about them. And when he went to find them, not only did he find them well, but he also found the Son of Man. And also, when Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, the king also worried. But we found that God protected him, and he was delivered from the lion. God wants you to be faithful to him. Why? Because he's faithful to you. There's nothing you can do, really. The only thing you can really do is serve him in the newness of life. The psalmist put it this way. Trust in the Lord and do good, so you shall dwell in the land, and verily you shall be fed. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Beloved, the key is to be faithful. If you're faithful over a few things, God will make you rule over many. All right, welcome back to Zero Today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. Uh, I'm back. <laughs> I'm glad you're back, too. Uh, guys, I, again, I always appreciate you uh, listening and joining in. And I want to hear your insight. Join the website, uh, I mean, join the chat room, blogtalkradio.com slash Lorenzo T. Neal. Get in the web, uh, into the chat room. Uh, give us a call, get your opinions on about this uh uh, my topics today, of course, we're talking uh, 2012 uh, uh, potential presidential uh, wannabes. And um, later on, a uh, little bit later, we're going to be talking about May 21st, uh, supposed day of judgment. So we got a couple of good things to talk about. Now, let me, let me get back here. I had to take a quick break, uh, and I, I wasn't able to really get into this discussion like I wanted to, uh, lead into it like I wanted to. But let you know, candidates are lining up for 2012, uh, president's uh, candidates. Um, and there are far more uh, potentials uh, in the Republican Party than there are in the Dem- Democratic Party. As a matter of fact, there is only one uh, acknowledged uh, candidate for the Democratic nomination for president of the United States for 2012. Now, this would be 2012 would be the 56th quadrennial uh, presidential elections, and I'm sure many of y'all probably didn't even know that. Yeah, for 56 quadrennials, 56 uh, consecutive quadrennials. Every four years, that's a quadrennial. We've had those elections. We've had 56 of them, and um, historically, in 2008, we elected uh, the first uh, non-white uh, uh, mixed. Uh, and as some people would like to claim, black president. Um, and, and, you know, it has been historic, and some people have been crying foul ever since, and some people have been rejoicing ever since. But we do know there have been a lot of things that have happened in uh, the two years that he has been president. We've had, um, we have the TARP, we've had the Health Care uh, Act that has passed, and um, I don't care, you know, some of you may not love it and like it at all, but, you know, it's done, it's done. Um, we've had um, the pulling out of troops out of Iraq, uh, combat troops out of Iraq, and uh, we've had the killing of Osama bin Laden. 
And, you know, so those are some significant things that have happened under his administration. But we've also seen um, the debt ceiling uh, with uh, our debt rise. We're up to a $14 trillion debt, um, uh, just a $3 trillion uh, uh, budget debt this year. We've seen so much going on. We've seen a lot of tension racially. And, uh, you know, I think that's contributing a lot to why some people are not running in the Democrat, you know, on the Democrat side. Uh, Now, believe it or not, for those presidential hopefuls on the Republican side, they have two less people to think about, to worry about. Uh, The first one, of course, is Donald Trump, who today announced that he will not be seeking the Republican nomination. He's not going to enter the race like we all Hadn't figured that out. And by the way, I caught uh, I caught a part of Celebrity Apprentice Apprentice on Sunday night, and uh, Meatloaf moved me to tears. Uh, and I, I, you know, I I hadn't really watched the show. I really didn't know about it too much. Um, but uh, that was very. Uh, it was an emotional show. You know, I, I got to admit that uh, uh, the outreach and his his heart for his charity came out, and it affected all all those, including Mr. Trump. And um, I, I think that was a, a great, great show. Of course, you know, it makes great television anyway. Even though Mr. Trump tried not to uh, express any type of emotion, he did uh, give some sense of uh, some sense of uh, grace, I guess you can say, is yeah, a, a good word. But anyway, he's not in a race anymore. And he raised all this hell about President Obama's uh, birth certificate, you know. So I say, ha, now, good riddance, get out. You know, I'm a Republican, and I don't, I don't hide that fact, and, um, and I, I'm proud of that. Um, but, um, you know, he <laughs> – come on, let's be for real. Uh, this guy was not worth it at all. Uh, and the second person they don't have to be concerned about now is former governor of Arkansas, Mike Huckabee, who on Saturday during his show on Fox News announced that he would not be running. He would not enter the race for the Republican nomination for president of the United States. Now, I'm very fond of Governor Huckabee. I've worked with him when I was in Arkansas. Uh, uh, we've shared stage and pulpit together on a couple of occasions, and I admire him as an administrator. And um, his words were – I was trying to pull up the file, uh, uh, you know, his document as to why he did not. Uh, he chose, but he, uh, the way he said it is that uh, it was just not in his heart, and I, you, I applaud him for that. Uh, I applaud him. That that takes great faith to say, you know, I really don't have the heart. It's a great opportunity, but I don't have my heart's not in it. And you know, I wish more people could do that and, and say what he did. Now he he's not losing anything. He still has his show on Fox. He still has quite a bit of influence, especially among evangelical Christians in the South. He has that influence, and that's who they were really hoping would run. Uh, they were going to back him 100%. And, you know, uh, and he, he won the uh, Iowa caucus in 2008, and, you know, that caught everyone by surprise. Uh, but as a late, you know, he is comfortable with himself as a commentator on Fox News, being able to express his opinions and share his insight into uh, the political climate of the United States. And i got to commend him for that, uh, you know. But that leaves uh, a very big void in um, Republican leadership. It leaves a very big void void in those who are seeking that role. Uh, uh, We don't have that many. Uh, Now, let me put this out there to you. We do have 
several good candidates, um, potential candidates for the Republican nomination for 2012. But the problem is the media is not going to give them backing. Most of them are not well known to the American public. And um, matter of factly, uh, most people probably don't even realize there's uh, another black candidate aside from Barack Hussein Obama seeking the office of president, and that is Mr. Herman Cain. Mr. Herman Cain is a political uh, commentator. Uh, he's a businessman. He's he's a well-known, respected um, commentator. Um, and um, we've had black people run for president, both on the Republican, Republican and Democratic side. But, you know, Barack Obama was the only one who was really taken seriously. Uh, and and garnered the uh, the nomination of the Democratic Party, but um, uh, Mr. Kane, Mr. Kane is African American. Mr. Kane is uh, he has a great great sense of direction as to where he wants to uh, to take the Republican Party, and you know inclusiveness of that, and uh, he, he don't hold back on his word. He does not mention his word. You got to admire him for that. Now he's not the first one to run. We we've had several candidates before. Uh, black candidates in the Republican Party run for uh, for president, but um, you know again you really didn't hear about them um, for several reasons. But you know how that is. Uh, so the question is, where does this lead? Um, where does this leave? Where does this leave the Republican Party? Where does this leave the Democratic Party? Now, uh, you know it's pretty clear that uh, a lot of people are going to support Barack Obama in his second run. For his bid for re-election, and the reason being uh, that one, uh, if you look at 2008 and 2010, the elections, uh, those terms, 2008, you had 96% of the uh, black community, the black vote, go to him, 96%. Um, and in 2010, you only had about 12% of the black vote come out at all. And that was for midterm elections last year. You know, we only had uh, maybe maximum 12% of black vote, which means that going into 2012, you're going to have that, probably going to have about that same number, those who have not been disenfranchised, those who have not been disappointed by President Obama, uh, they are going to come back out to the polls and vote again for him. So we could pretty much say, you know, he has secured. Uh, the Democratic nomination, and uh, they don't have anyone to run against him uh, in a primary uh, for the Democratic nomination. You know, Hillary Clinton has has already stated that at the end of this first term, she would not be returning as Secretary of State, and she has expressed no interest in um, uh, running against President Obama for the uh, Democratic Party nomination. So she's out. Um, and there are other figures like uh, Senator John Kerry, uh, who who is kind of making statements by going over to – he's currently – right now he's in Pakistan, um, and that's saying a lot. You know, he's, he's getting out. You know, he was silent since 2004. He really hadn't heard anything about him or what he's done. But, again, he may be trying to – Tread the waters to see if he would get any type of backing to uh, put up a good run against President Obama, and that would be interesting. Uh, dichotomy of uh, I wonder how it would be racially. You know, what would it become out? You know, you have both these uh, extremely liberal uh, candidates, 
uh, persons, uh, and, you know, how would that phase out? What will it boil down to? And I'll be honest with you, I think it will ultimately boil down to race. I think the whole this whole upcoming 2012 race will ultimately boil down, uh, uh, come down to uh, race racial identity. Uh, but again, back on the on the Republican side, there's a big void. Now we do have there there are other persons who have um, uh, put their heads in hats in. Um, uh, like I said, those who have formally declared or they uh, created an exploratory committee. You have Herman Cain, uh, you know, former say uh, Navy. Um, um, he's a salesman. He's a commentator and all that. You have Luke Gingrich. Uh, <laughs> a character in involvement all of himself, uh, you know, and those of you familiar with Newt Gingrich, you know, you're familiar with the fact that, you know, he was responsible for the first government showdown with President Clinton in 95 and ultimately led to a, a very balanced budget with a surplus. But, you know, his personal and political life uh, has created so much turmoil that there is, you know, an inconsistency with a, a, a core group of the uh, Republican Party. So, you know, his 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 run, his hat in here is kind of crazy. But hey, you know, who knows? You have also um, uh, Tim Pawlenty, who has uh, formally announced that he will be uh, running. Uh, he put his hat in. Uh, Tim Pawlenty, uh he's you know the governor of Minnesota. Uh, uh, the thing about him is that uh, he doesn't sit well with a lot of uh, conservatives. You know, he he's one of those iffy people. You, you know, so on that side, yeah, you, you have him. You have uh, Mitt Romney. Uh, Mitt Romney more than likely now would be the front runner um, since Huckabee, uh, because it was only uh, really him and Huckabee that uh, most people wanted to see. And the the problem that a lot of um, um, conservative Republicans have with Mitt Romney is the fact that um, you know uh, the Obama administration modeled uh, the most recent health care plan after uh, his, the one that he had in uh, Massachusetts, and so you know uh, he's good. And the other fact. Uh, um, I think the other fact was that he's a Mormon, I believe, uh, um, and they had a lot of problem with that. You have um, one more guy, Rick Santorum. Yeah, that's him, Rick Santorum. Uh, Rick Santorum was a senator from Pennsylvania, and, um, you know, he is conservative, fiscally. He's a fiscal conservative. Um, he's um, He has been moderate, he, you know, he has been known to go across the aisle, not too often, but uh, again, he he he's not a, um, he, he, he's not a front runner, but, you know, he's probably one of the better choices for the party to go against Barack Obama, and again, I, I say this, you know, with the exception of Herman Cain, uh, all these brothers, all these guys are, are white, and it would be, you know, difficult to put a white brother against a black brother <laughs> uh, for this uh, president. You know, McCain tried it, but, you know, McCain had his his issues. And maybe if they get the right candidate, uh, the Republican Party can can uh, survive and, and may pull out for win. Um, and you have those like um, Rush, Han- uh, Rush and Hannity who are hoping, uh, and Rush himself said he hopes 
Obama fails. And, um, but, you know, politics is what it is. So who knows how it's going to be. But those, you know, those are, those are the interesting candidates uh, who have thrown their hats in for the 2012 Republican uh, Party nomination to go against uh, whoever Democrats choose. And more than likely it's going to be Barack Hussein Obama. And whatever the outcome is, we still need to support our president. I support my president. I don't always agree with him, and I, I say that all the time, but I pray for him every day. Uh, make a note to let people know that he's doing what he can do, and if some folk would just shut up and let him do it, he may actually get some things done. And maybe. And if he would just kind of, you know, begin to come into him own, himself, you know, his own, he may get something done. Uh, but right now, you know, it's been a, a very, very bad game of politics across the aisles on both sides. And, uh, you know, the, all the only people suffering are the American people. All right, so we're going to take another break. When we come back from this break, we're going to talk about May 21. Uh, those of you who may have heard about it, may not have heard about it, May 21 is Judgment Day. And um, got some uh, interesting uh, information about that and want to share with you and want to hear your calls about that so uh, call in uh, uh, 917-388-4293 get your information uh, get your insights uh, uh, on Judgment Day and any other topic discuss or whatever you may discuss we'll take a break we'll be back right after Hey, radio fam, can you imagine a woman desperate enough for a child that she would deceive her own father-in-law into committing incest? How about imagining having husbands so wicked that even God kills them? Can you imagine a prominent family covering up secrets dangerous enough to destroy their wealth and legacy? If this sounds like something ripped from the headlines of the days rich and famous, it isn't. It's the story of Judah and Tamar found in Genesis 38. This biblical story shadows much of what's really happening in today's family. In his book, A Breach in the Family, Pastor Lorenzo Neal uses this biblical story to address many of the issues today's families face. He talks about how much family matters can be detrimental to becoming the kind of family God created. He talks about secrets of the breach that can lead to secret rules and behaviors that go on for generations. Despite it all, God does give a way to repair the breach in the family and leave a lasting legacy that cannot be erased. Order your copy today of A Breach in the Family by Pastor Lorenzo Neal on Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and other retail outlets. And for a limited time, you can get your copy for 
special discounted price by visiting www.zeropublishing.webs.com. Get your copy today and be blessed. I just want to meet someone different. I just want to meet someone different. You know, someone with goals who is inspired to do more with their life. Not just hanging out and partying all the time. It's kind of tiresome looking for that perfect match. Tall, dark, and handsome. Being in college, it's tough to find that special someone who you can open up to and build a relationship with. You can't open up to just anybody. There are times you feel like you are alone in this world with no one or nothing. But then there are times when you feel like you have everything you've always asked for. Hello, I'm a Christ follower. And I'm a Christian. What you got there? Oh, just catching up on some reading. <laughs> got some rule books, ethics manuals, and uh, a morality player too, just for good measure. That's a lot of reading. Yeah, I'm right on top, I've got my trusty sword. <laughs> King James Version. Neatly packaged inside this leather bag. I like the handles. Oh, they're handy. <laughs> Do you want to see my bumper sticker collection? Sure. I uh, ran out of room on my car. Wow, uh, those are clever. Thanks. So what do you wear to display your Christianity? Uh, well, nothing, I guess. I don't know, I, I just try to follow Christ in the way I live my life. I don't feel like I have to wear my heart on my sleeve, as it were. Yeah, I have to wear my heart on my sleeve, as it were. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Cut it out. Cut it out. I'm a big dork. I'm a big dork. Oh. Hi there. Looks like you found your car insurance. Yeah, but wow, it looks like you guys have everything. We sure do. We help millions of people save. Look, we're number one in motorcycle insurance, a leader in boat, an RV, and... Oh, wait, let me guess. You're the number one truck insurer. Wow, first guess. Nailed it. You're psychic. What am I thinking of right now? Tacos? Yes. Helping you save money no matter what you drive. Now that's progressive. Call or click today. All right, welcome back. Here on today, Pastor Lorenzo Neal. And I'm glad you guys are listening. As I always say on the show, uh, you guys support us. You make what I do worth it, and I want you to—I want you to know I appreciate you. I got two things I want to share with you. First of all, I want you all of you who are listening. I want you to follow the show. Go to the link and click follow. Follow the show. You get all the get updates, anything I did, and uh, subscribe to our blog. Uh, on WordPress.com, Lorenzo T. Neal. Subscribe to the blog, uh, and you get the enlightening uh, 
so, you know, little messages every now and then, what I post when I write, everything. You, you get all of that. So I, I want you to do that. Also, send me an email, pastorlorenzoneal at gmail.com. Um, and, you know, that's another way you can uh, get updates about me, what I'm doing. Follow me on Twitter at Prophesy and on Facebook, Lorenzo T. Neal. Uh, I'm all over the place. Well, I'm trying to expand my horizons and my territory <laughs> such. And um, I want to express my sincere thanks to all of you, my listeners. And again, if you ever miss a live show, if you ever miss a live show, you can always catch an archive show. Like I said, right now we are on where you can go to the iTunes store and you can download a, a podcast of the show. Go to my uh, here on Blog Talk Radio and you can listen to any show all the way back to June of 2010. And uh, you know we're gonna get some more things coming up, so you know we're trying. We're gonna do what we can as quick as we can, and we really appreciate you. Continue to pray for us, you know. All right, so let's jump into the second topic here. Also, uh, before I get to the second topic, listen, I want you to go and buy my book. <laughs> go get your copy of A Breach in the Family today. I'm telling you, I've had so many people order it, and they're reading, they're reading it, and they're being blessed by it. And uh, we're actually coming up for a second printing, so uh, you can still get you a good copy. Your, uh, you can get a copy of the first printing um or any kind, you know, get it. Well, before we go to the second printing, you can get your copy. Uh, the two ways you can do it: you can go to Amazon, any major uh, online retail outlet, uh, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Exlibers.com. Um, you can go get it, uh, or you can go to uh, the website uh, www.zeropublishing.webs.com, and you can get it for uh, a very dis- very special discounted price. Uh, so whatever you do, go ahead and get it. That's what we want you. We want to get that book in your hand. It is a blessing. It uh, has changed a lot of lives. It's impacted a lot of people. It's provided a lot of information. So again, order your copy today of A Breach in a Family by me, Pastor Lorenzo Neal. And um, those of you who order on the website, uh, I will make sure that I get you an autographed copy um, So for that very special discounted price. So, again, uh, it's available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and it's also available as an e-book. So, you know, if you don't want to have a, a paperback copy, you can get an e-book copy of it, and uh, we'll get that to you. And hopefully uh, we're looking forward to uh, coming out with an audiobook version of that. And we got another book that will be coming out soon. Uh, Zero Publishing Company is the company that I, I founded in 2004. And um, we, we're coming out with some great things. We have a book of poetry we're going to be putting out uh, by a very good friend of mine. And, uh, as of course, you know, I use it for my self-publishing. But we also do uh, author consulting, you know, manuscript development, uh, things of that nature. Whatever you – if you're interested in writing, we'll, it's our goal to help you get it there. You know, we want to bring – is our God, our goal to bring what's inside of you out, and we want to make it happen for you. So uh, uh, go ahead and, and uh, check us out, zeropublishing.com, uh, com. Get a little bit more information about the publishing company, uh, and you can call there, and we'll be glad to help you out if you want to uh, see your uh, manuscript in print. All right. That's enough of self-promotion. <laughs> now let's move on to the second topic here. Uh, you know, I, I don't have a lot of time, but I, uh, I I think this is interesting. On the last broadcast we had, we talked about we talked about uh, this guy who has determined that May twenty first, two thousand eleven, at six p.m. exactly, the world will end. The rapture will happen. And um, this guy has now. Uh, if you if you have been 
uh, traveling the the road, the highways, the interstates. I'm quite sure you probably have already seen um, you've seen these billboards. Uh, you've seen um, you know May 21, uh, 2011, Judgment Day. And the guy who has uh, come up with this, um, he he, um, it's, it's kind of interesting. You know, he's he's an older guy, but uh, the fact that he has um, stepped in, as many people do have done in the past, um, stepped in and and created this end time, uh, end time thing, uh, makes you wonder. You know. Not makes you not make you wonder whether it's real or not, but uh, whether you're crazy or not, because history has proven and disproven quite a few persons who have attempted to um, who have attempted to forecast the end of the days in uh, you know end of the world. And of course, we had the movie 2012, but this is different from uh, the Mayan calendar. This is different from um, all the other things. Uh, all the other people uh who have uh, who have have um, pronounced this judgment now according to this guy um, uh, um american um family uh family radio let me i'm trying to pull it up i had it up um uh Boy, I hate when I have to go through this on live uh, uh, live air. But anyway, uh, I'm going to try to find it again. Uh, but anyway, so he has uh, he has done his biblical math, and he has determined uh, that the uh, end of the world will be on this coming weekend. And um uh you know, he got to sign the billboards up all over uh, the country and he has he has um Harold Camping, thank you. I finally got it. Harold Camping is the um this is is the guy behind this. Harold Camping is the uh he's the owner and um the uh, promoter of Family Radio, which is an evangelical radio station out of Oakland, uh, California. And um, he's been running it for about 70 years. Uh, and he has determined when the end of the world will end. Um, now, this isn't the first time. Uh, he did it once before in 1994 and didn't happen then. But uh, <laughs> he has concluded that it will be this weekend and he's convinced and he has several uh, you know uh, other people really convinced now why why is this important to us you know i and the reason i really want to talk about this is because you know we can argue over scripture scripture is going to say what scripture is going to say and scripture clearly states that no man knows the day nor the hour jesus didn't even know it uh and of course Scripture also says that he will come like a, a thief in the night. If you want those references, uh, simply I, I already have it posted on. You go to the blog and it's already posted. Uh, uh, Lorenzo T. Neal at WordPress. 
dot com, and um, you can get more information about that. But I just want to talk about this. You know, with all of the events that have been happening, uh, you know, cataclysmic natural events. Um, what what do you think? Are you afraid? You shouldn't be. But um, uh, how are you approaching this day? Uh, do you even care? I mean, will it be just like a regular day to you? And I think most of them probably will treat it just another day. We're looking, like I said, my church. You know, we've already planned our family and friends day <laughs> for uh, for the Sunday after. Now, uh, why why should we even address this? Why should we be concerned about this? Why why should we entertain this? Some people will consider it to be nonsense. Why should we care? I think it's important that we care because um, uh, I think we do need to be prepared for something. Now, I'm not talking about for this weekend. I'm, I'm saying we just need to be prepared for something, for Christ to return, for the rapture, if you believe in that. Uh, you need to get yourself together, plain and simple. Uh, now, here I have a friend on Facebook. Uh, she sent me this message. She has three friends who are seriously scared about their concern. And, uh, <laughs> you know, they... They just they hearing this and they're all worked up. And uh, you know, again, she mentioned the billboards being planted all over the place, and uh, it's just scaring them. And, and you know, it's scaring the people who are afraid of revelation and you know all this end time. Book. And when I, I think about these, uh, the the movies like um, uh, what are those end time movies? Um, Oh my goodness, this is escaping me. I didn't write it down, but you, you guys know those end time movies, uh, um, where the world was coming to the end, rapture, all that stuff. They they had a bunch of them, but the most recent one I can't. It's escaping me right now. But nonetheless, um, why should we be concerned about it? Why should we care? Um, I, I, I I'm not trying to get into any type of theological argument. I'm just you know I'm I'm not even going to. Get there. My my whole thing about it is this: uh, whenever someone predicts things of this nature, uh, should that create a greater sense of urgency for us as believers, Christian believers, to uh, get right? Like the song "Old Times" said, "Get right, church, and let's go home." Should that create that sense of urgency to do so? And, and you know. That it has created that in me. It has given me a greater sense of urgency to, you know, uh, do what I can to, uh, I guess you could say, uh, get as close to being right as I can. I can't be right. I'm, you know, none of us can be right. We're going to make mistakes. We, you know, even at our best, uh, our righteousness at its best, is, uh, according to Paul in Romans chapter three, is filthy, filthy rags. However, we are given the ability to um, to get right. I guess to uh, make up, to uh, to bring within ourselves, gather within ourselves those things that are uh, not good for us spiritually, and to have them purged by God's word and by God's spirit, uh, purged so that we can be clean, clean. Right standing with God And of course that comes through repentance And acknowledgement of our sins And uh, you know You can do the penance all you want to There's nothing wrong with penance Penance don't save you But it's a good start to getting right The other thing is um, the, the other thing is Why are um, 
what should we expect if that does happen? Uh, what should we expect? <laughs> well, you know, if we believe Scripture, if those of us who believe Scripture and those who have this slant of um, premillennialism, uh, a premillennial view of um, end time, I believe that uh, a pre-tribulation view that the rapture would happen and those of us who are Christians won't have to experience all the craziness that would occur during the tribulation. That, that's fine. Hey, that would be wonderful if, it, if that were the case. If that is the case, that on Saturday at 6 o'clock, I'm out of here, and the following day begins the seven year of tribulation, then, hey, I'm all for it. <laughs> that's if you believe that. Um, or if that doesn't happen, but it still happens to be uh, the day of judgment and none of us escape it. We all have to go through the tribulation and the varying things that the Bible says would happen during the tribulation. How will we do it? Uh, you know, what can we expect? Uh, you know, if I, as far as I know, I don't have a mark of a beast. I, I, I don't know. Maybe y'all do. If you do, let me know. I, I have no idea. Um, but, I, you know, I, I don't know. It is confusing to me because the more I look about it, you know, you know, why and who established it? And of course, you know, he put that together, and it's just it's just hard to uh, comprehend. But um, should you party? Should you should you party? Uh, leading up to May twenty first, is that a good idea to party? Uh, to to know that okay, the world's coming to end, and now I'm about to get out of here, so I'm gonna party like a rock star. I'm a party like Prince said. I'm a party like it's 1999. <laughs> but um, it's just it's just crazy. And you know, okay, it, it's all going around, and um, people are taking care, taking notice of it. Unfortunately, Harold Camping has garnered a great deal of attention, and um, you know, he's got a lot of people scared. You know, here's the thing: he has convinced a lot of people. He's convinced a lot of people that this worldwide doomsday, earthquake, all that stuff would start on that day. On and um, you know, hey, oh, oh yeah, I, I got, I can't forget this. Not only does it starts on May twenty first, God will officially destroy the planet with fire in October, October twenty first. Go figure. <laughs> Five months later, you know, May twenty first, rapture. You know, all the other destruction starts. October 21st, it's all over. Fire. God starts all over again. Uh, you know, and I, I'm not going to call him crazy. I can't say, I can't call him crazy because there have been plenty of other persons who have done the same thing, you know. There have been plenty of other persons who have um, done the biblical math, the biblical math. Uh, that it would happen, you know, and they came up with dates. And I, I stick with the Bible. I think with a, a, a good scripture, you know, you, we we have to prove all things. I think that's in First First Thessalonians five uh, somewhere in there five thirty five twenty one. I think it is. You know, we got to prove all things, and we got to hold fast to that which we know is good, accurate, right, correct. Um, and and. And we we have been history has already shown us history has shown us that 
there is no way we can know. No way we can know. There is no thing we can do. The only thing we can do is live, watch, wait, and pray. And I'm going to say it again. Live, watch, wait, and pray because good. Uh, uh, just like Jesus himself said, uh, he says it in Matthew, it, it, you know, is it Matthew, is it Mark? Uh, I, I like Mark 13, hit the way it said in Mark 13. That day, that hour, no man knows. Not even the angels in heaven, but not even the Son, but only the Father. So if we, if we hold fast to that, which we know that only the Father knows, I, I don't think we should be concerned. Uh, you know, we could try to date it. We could try to do all we, do, we want to, but, you know, it's just not going to happen. And we are seeing clear signs. You know, we're seeing distress. We're seeing, uh, we're seeing the earthquakes. We're seeing the wars and rumors of wars. We're seeing all of that. It's clearly articulating that we are in the time. But you know, again, uh, no man knows, and we need to stick to that. And um, no man know. And if God ain't saying nothing, we should keep our mouth shut. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and we're going to wrap up this show. And uh, be right back. Opportunity for you to win a thousand dollars 
and it's no obligation on your part. You simply go and you sign up, and you may be eligible to re, uh, not sign up for the project, but just sign up to you know win the cash, the thousand dollar cash award. That's uh, create uh, great income from home. You can double your family income. You can triple your family income. You can leave your job. Whatever you want to do, you can get this opportunity to do that. And go there, incomeathome.com is where you need to go. Thanks to the Venture Car from Capital One, we get double miles on every purchase. So we have the trip to New Orleans twice as fast. We get double miles every time we use our car. No matter what we're buying. I'll take it. Since double miles out of fast, we can bring the whole gang. Get the Venture Card from Capital One. Money Magazine's best rewards card if you aim to rack up airline miles. What's in your wild... You are different from you. And you are trying to forget about work while you are working late again. And you miss your kids. And you miss the waves. And you can't believe what you just saw. And you need to laugh. And you need to cry. And you just can't get her out of your mind. While you just want to know if he's okay. But you need a place to eat. So you stop and listen to that band you saw that time near that place. While you let everyone know you're almost there. And you want to share. And you want to think. And you are trying to remember trying to forget and you've come to realize that you don't need to get a phone you need a phone that gets you and you and you and we are HTC this is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of the Lord their God nor receiveth correction God's elect know the time when judgment day is coming but the unbelievers they don't know the time God has commanded us to warn them that the sword is coming the whole world has to know that judgment day is near this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come we have to talk about this this is not an option and we have to say it again and again and again. May 21, 2011 is the Day of Judgment. Please go to FamilyRadio.com and click on How Do I Begin? All right, folks, that was uh, the advertisement for May 21, 11, 2011 being the end of the world, Judgment Day. Uh I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, now, I, matter of fact, yesterday my sermon I preached about uh, do you have the audacity? And I came from Mark chapter 16. And in, in the last few verses there of that chapter, uh, Jesus is uh, about to be um, about to ascend into heaven. But before he ascends into heaven, he gives his disciples the instruction to go into the world and to preach the gospel and to baptize. Uh, the same commandment that we get in Matthew uh, <clears throat> Uh, so, so um, you know, we we've gone into the world. We we preach the gospel. Um, there's still 
a lot of work to be done. There's still plenty who have not heard and, and still need opportunity to hear. Uh, but, you know, when it comes down to this day of judgment, do we have the audacity to really take God at his word, to know that, yes, there is a time coming when the world will end as we know it, uh, as we know it. And I emphasize as we know it. There's coming a time when we're going to have to trust God. Uh, we won't have the luxuries of, uh, you know, electricity. You know, may not have the luxuries of running water. We may not have the luxuries of the, the you know, processed food that we have. So we have to trust God and believe God that he will take care of us during that time. But the other question is, are we ready? Are you ready? Is the world ready? The earth is groaning for the return, uh, for, you know, manifestation of the sons of God, for the return of Christ, um, as we believe in Christian faith. The question is, are we ready? And, you know, whether it happens this weekend, May 21, at 6 o'clock, if it doesn't happen, will you still be ready? I mean, you should live as if it will happen, whether it happens that day or not. You should live as if it, you know, every day you should live as if it is the end. Matter of fact, that's one of the um, uh, uh, seven habits of highly effective people. Uh, Steve Conway wrote that book uh, some time ago. Uh, I think I got the right name. Uh, uh, the seven habits of seven, seven habits of highly effective people. One of the habits is reflecting on your life as if it's, you're reading your obituary. What would people say about you? You know, uh, when you're gone, how would they talk about you? How would they reflect on your life? And um, uh, put it this way, uh, you know, the song says, nothing but you do, only what you do for Christ will last, uh, you know, you know, that kind of thing. Are you prepared for it? Whether it happens this weekend, whether it happens next year, whether it happens in October, whatever it happens, are you prepared for it? Uh, you, are you, you know, you're going to be judged by, by God, but um, how do you come, how do you think you're going to become before God? What, what kind of reward do you expect, you know, what do you want? Yeah, are you ready? That's the question I'm asking. Are you ready? And how can you get ready for those of us who are Christians? We say the, the way to get ready is to know Christ, to accept Christ as Lord and Savior, to to uh, to acknowledge that God raised Him from the dead, that He died and God raised Him from the dead, and acknowledging that you will be saved, you know, with a public confession and all that comes with that. That's that's our way. Uh, I can't speak for anyone outside of that because, you know, I don't think just works are good enough. I don't think meditation is good enough. Any other thing is not good enough. There has to be some type of saving faith. There has to be some type of sacrifice, and uh, the sacrifice has been made. So I don't think you should have a pity party. I think you should party, expectations, <laughs> expect something. Uh, but, you know, commend it all to God. Trust in what you know is good. Uh, continue steadfastly in that, um, and have a life expect of expectancy for something. You live it to the fullest every day, and expect God to be pleased with you. And every day you should ask God, "Was I pleasing to you?" You know, and every day you should pray to God, "Lord, help me to do something that is pleasing to you." And when you do that, you'll be all right. But hey. What do I know? <laughs> Look, we're going to come back, and we're going to take a, a nice little break for another week, and we're going to come back next week with some great more topics and great people. And uh, we invite you to tune in again. Every Monday at uh, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, catch us on Zero Today with myself, Pastor Lorenzo Neal, and whoever else I might have on. You never know. And uh, catch an archive uh, broadcast uh, on blogtalkradio.com. Send us a note. Let us know what you think. 
you know, what you want to hear, or what kind of topic you want to talk about, and we'll try our best to do it. But on that note, we are looking forward to the next time we meet again, and we're losing, and we're going to go out on a high note, Earth, Wind, and Fire, change your mind. You guys be blessed, and tonight, next time, this is Pastor Lorenzo Neal, here at the day.